Alright, alright, alright. Now, this isn't the best, but... Well, fuck the last studio that we just fucking used. Fuck that shit. That shit just looked way too fucking complicated, and it looks like we're back with fucking Reaper Studios here. Welcome back to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. I'm your host, John Newman, and I don't have anybody with me today. Um, but, you know, wanted to clean some things up, clean, do some house cleaning, housekeeping, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are starting to get more and more involvement. Um... Outside of outside of the show, in terms of people wanting to come onto the show, I have reached out to a couple of people. Uh, just shot my shot. I mean, she's in Kansas City. Might as well Megan Anderson, who she's in she's in Kansas City training to fight Amanda Nunez uh, later this year. So I went ahead and sent her a DM asking her if she would possibly be on the show. Um, we got, uh, funky, funky scouser out there on MMA Twitter, pretty popular, uh, MMA Twitter dude, he's around my age, and I figured if he trained even a little bit, he could offer some white belt knowledge to the show, uh, for, for the MMA episodes, the week to week thing, uh, kinda, that's what the intro was right there. Uh, we're gonna center around what we center around with the MMA, with the football, with all of that shit. We're not gonna be, overly fucking analytical anything like that we're not um i mean we're not even we're not even gonna be press junkety like fucking Stephen a smith and all that other that other shit that that just makes people you know haters like like haters in a, in a dumb way and makes them stupid fans because like that that's what i see a lot of with espn's content the back and forth that they do do is just a lot of just stupidity um, no point in really a lot of the arguments that they have. It's just so cy- cyclical and like 95% of the people agree with one side. Um, like, like the Eagles tanking. Uh, yeah, you know, I get it. It's disgraceful. Oh, there should be penalties for this. No, there shouldn't. All right. This, this happens in every other sports league and tanking is accepted. I mean, it, God forbid you tank in baseball. I mean, God forbid you tank in basketball, you know. I mean, I get it. Like, those seasons are longer, so you do kind of plan to tank. But, like, why would you take, <clears throat> when you break it down, the Philadelphia Eagles, if they win yesterday, they send their biggest rival, bigger rival in the New York Giants to the playoffs. F that. You could send Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, and the Washington football team to the playoffs. And you could save yourself with your first pick. You're picking sixth instead of ninth. You do the math. Seven rounds, three positions. That's 28 extra players on your draft board that you will get to choose from. So, you can't hate on Doug Peterson. You can't hate on the Eagles for what they did. Uh, that's basically the big football news. Uh, there are six teams currently looking for head coaches. Um, none of them pursuing Eric Bieniemy hard enough, it doesn't look like. Um which is, I mean, might be good news for us here in Kansas City. Uh, if, if the timing is still not right for the enemy to move on, then, then so be it. We will have him here. 
But if, if he moves on, uh, I mean, I guess I should have said so be it if he moves on because, I mean, he definitely deserves to move on. But we would love to have Eric Bieniemy still here uh, in Kansas City as Kansas City Chiefs fans. Um, hmm. Don't really have much else. Just wanted to keep this one kind of brief. Uh, do a little update. Let you guys know that we will have some playoff uh, predictions coming out soon. Sorry, I'm kind of getting this new 48-volt audio box set up, figured out. Trying to get it to where... I can be recording a podcast and also be doing other things because I I would like to, be, you know, I can be editing while also recording uh, this podcast. I can be editing other stuff and other works to keep the Roundtable Sports name out there and growing and just something that we're trying to do and trying to get along and, and progress with here in 2021 because last year was just shitty for everybody. I mean, whether you did your own personal growing, I did. Um, whether you accomplished a lot of things or not, it was just a shitty year all around. Um, so we're glad to be through that, definitely. Uh, we got PJ, Pat, he's been on the show a couple of times. He'll be coming back on the show coming up. Um, of course, Uhawk, Tyler Uhawk, he's been on the show. Uh, these episodes are probably long gone or in the archive somewhere. Uh, every time we have set up a new uh, production management uh, site or whatever uh, distributing site, they we have managed to put put the podcast somewhere in some sort of archive. That way, we will always have a lot of the things that we say on the show saved somewhere. And to be digged out at a later time, probably, uh, if, if, you know, this thing grows and takes off like I think it can, and we'd be able to get, you know, producers and people to really, really come on and build the backbone to this thing. Um, cause I, I mean, the foundation's there, it's been there. Uh, I ask random people if they want to be on the show, and they say it'd be an honor to be on the show. Um, you ask people out there what they're doing in their free time. And they're not doing jack shit. They're probably just sitting on their ass drinking a beer, thinking about, you know, what food <laughs> what food they're going to eat next, playing Xbox, doing something. And I'm just, you know, I'm thankful that I have the microphones and the equipment and everything to make this podcast something that I can do in my free time and help bring people together. Because we saw... You know, sorry about that. My phone's going off left and right. But, hey, that's what happens. Um, make the show fun and interesting. I mean, we are just sports fans, and we are just here marking our journey and, and, and leaving our mark. As as good fans, you know, I think we are often underappreciated by a lot of the organizations themselves, the structural uh, parts of the organization, not necessarily the media and players and and people like that, but the business side of sports, they they kind of disrespect fans in a, in a big big way, and we're kind of trying to bring some power back into it. Um, just you know, uh, hive opinions that that can help do things like what happened with the Denver Broncos with John Elway stepping down. As the general manager, I I think that's some guy. That's a guy who you uh, 
you hear about him and everything he's done his whole career and the kind of egotistical nature of of how he he built his teams and he was centrical and and everything had to be perfect for for John Elway and you see this the fan base in Denver um kind of go after him for for not knowing what he's doing as a general manager and and it overall just costing the team um and maybe being too hands-on with everything and you see him stepping down now going into 2021 which good or bad news for the Chiefs who cares it's our competition I'll talk about it as little as I possibly have to because we're going to keep running their shit I mean the AFC West is Kansas City's to lose for the next 10 years um I really don't have much else. I'm going to finish this show out. Um, shout out to the UFC getting on uh, ABC. Foresaw this all happening uh, whenever the ESPN deal was first signed. I thought that they would come up with some way, and they did. Uh, keeping you know Tuesday nights something instead of the Ultimate Fighter, you have the Contender Series for part of the year, and it's like a seasonal thing keeps you interested, keeps you wanting to know what's going on uh, with the young guys and, and on top of the action in the UFC. Um, they opened up their Fox contract on Fox, on on cable. And that was with the Lesnar and Overeem thing. This time, they're not opening up their ESPN deal with, with, with something big on ABC. They're opening up this year, which is going to be another incredible year and mixed martial arts, it's going to be a huge year. It's going to be a year where we see a lot of veteran guys who are let go of by the UFC go to other promotions and maybe maybe help uh, bring the sport further in that way. Um, I really like where I was headed with that, and I'd like to keep my thought about that. So I might take a pause, to take a couple bites real quick, and figure out exactly where I was headed with that. You talk about, you know, <clears throat> lots of opportunities outside of the UFC for these guys to go. You look at uh, a guy like Chael Sonnen, who, of course, he he was, you know, biggest name in the sport, really, in terms of in terms of just being able to be cross promotional uh, and everything. The, I hope to see a couple, you know, of these older fighters, uh, guys like Ferguson or Woodley or something, go into other promotions and, and go run some of these uh, big-time shit-talkers who, who have always said that they could make it in the UFC. Run them out of their boots. Because um, guys like MVP, they come out there and they fight my fucking... He fights my brother Ross Houston and he can... It's, it's, it's Ross's very first fight in Bellator and he's given him three rounds and he's given him three rounds hard. And... <clears throat> like, it, it's like... Just... There's there's no, like... There's no limit to, to what the contest can be in, in mixed martial arts. Uh, that's what makes it such a beautiful sport. And... The matchups that are going to come out of these cuts are going to be awesome, and I know we really haven't seen a whole lot of big names get cut quite yet, but that'll be that'll happen more silently as these people are, as maybe Dana is is trying to reach out and and find, <laughs> and whether he's doing it or not, maybe he's he's in these, you know, business meetings and everything, and people with Zoof are 
telling their competition essentially if if we're going to keep this market the way that the way it is right now where where all the promotions can grow and have a chance to grow it's not like with with pride and the ufc where it was just two completely different you know ways of fighting going going together now it's it's kind of all on the same you know showman level that that was pride but it's not oversold in like a pro wrestling type of way where where it gets uh just I don't know, kind of, it, it's a eight up sport as it is, but it gets even, even more eight up whenever there's, you know, 150,000 people in one arena watching it. Like, it's just kind of uneasy. <laughs> I don't know. Just something uneasy about 150,000 American people sitting in, in one spot to, to watch it now. And with pride in Japan and the fights that they had in the early 2000s and mid 2000s, you see a lot more respect for martial arts and everything there in those places. Um, But if that's a spectacle that we can grow this sport to be, then I am all for it. The one time I went to a live UFC event, it was the coolest sporting event I have ever been to. And I'll just say it right now. I would go to fucking 500 mixed martial arts events. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter UFC or, you know, 500 people like crowd. Like I, I will, I will show up to watch some fights. Like I, I will always will. Um, I think most people would, and if you wouldn't, and you're a sports fan, I think you're probably into the sports for, for maybe like almost, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. F it. This has been the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. This is John. I'm out.